Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billett. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome to episode number 74 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Christy Lee. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. If you are a new listener here to the podcast, welcome. It's so fabulous to have you here. I hope you're enjoying the episodes you've heard so far, or if this is your very first, you are in for a treat. And I'll tell you why in a second. And to our returning listeners, thank you so much for your ongoing support. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review. Let's me know which episodes you're loving and which topics you want to hear more about. So if that's you, I would love for you to do that. Now on today's episode of the podcast, I have another special guest for you. We've had a few guests of late on the podcast and I've had some feedback that you're really enjoying hearing for the from these uh, guests that we're having on. Um, and if that's the case, please again, let me know. You can leave that on Apple podcast reviews or pop me an email at hello at peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au. Um, but I'm getting some great feedback about these special guests that we're getting on the podcast. And I am super, super excited to introduce today's guest to you. Today on the podcast, I am so excited to be joined by Loretta Hart. Now, you'll get to hear in just a moment that Loretta's energy is just infectious. She is a bundle of energy and brings so much positivity and wisdom uh, in all areas that she speaks about. Now, Loretta describes herself as a happiness mentor. You'll feel that energy coming. And uh, her LinkedIn bio actually says that she helps chicks find their happy. She's an absolute multitasker superstar. She has so many projects and businesses on the go. uh, So that energy really helps her to thrive. Um, And she is bringing some great wisdom to us here today in this interview. Now I'll give you her official bio and then I'll let you know what we're going to be chatting about. So Loretta's joy has always been in helping people find their happy. And in the world of business, this happens when it's clear where you're headed, what you wanted to convey to the world, and what your next step is. Loretta has this incredible skill at digging around and pulling out all the super important pieces of information, laying them in front of you, and helping to see what's actually possible. She works with coaches and content creators who are ready to be heard and create an impact in the world that they desire. One of her coaching clients says this about her, Loretta is just a breath of fresh air, and you're going to hear that here on today's interview. She's sunshine in the human form. She's able to help me see things in a different way, a viewpoint very different from my own. It's not an understatement that I'd be lost without her. Now, that is a pretty fabulous testimony testimonial, I should say. Now, Loretta is joining us here on the People Powered Business Podcast today to share a really, really important framework. And that is talking to us about the five people we should be surrounding ourselves with in business. Now, if you are a business owner listening to this podcast, you will know what I'm talking about when I say it can be lonely. Despite having lots of people around us, including our team, The world of business can be lonely when we're trying to navigate our way through. If you are a business owner, you are going to absolutely love 
this framework that Loretta is sharing with us today. But if you are not a business owner, but you lead a team, you're part of the leadership team, or perhaps you're one of the few leaders in your business, particularly for those of you who work for smaller businesses, you will also find this sense of loneliness at the top, as they say, where you may not have all the people around you to really, I guess, get you and get the challenges that you go through when you're leading and managing a team and really understand all the different facets of your world. And Loretta's framework is absolutely going to help you guys as well. So Loretta's going to share with us here in this interview the five people we should be surrounding ourselves with in business. Now, I found this framework fascinating to listen to, and I took so much away from this conversation that I had with Loretta. So let's dive straight in and welcome Loretta Hart to the People Powered Business Podcast. Loretta Hart, welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. Thank you so much. So great to have you here. Now, I've given our listeners a little intro about you already, but it always sounds better coming from the person themselves. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself, about um, your background and what you're doing now and who you who you love working with. Oh, thank you so much for having me here, Christy Lee. Well, I love to say that I help people find their happy. And look, usually it's just down the back of the couch with the half <laughs> music bar and the Lego. It's often not too far away, but when we're in the midst of stress and overwhelm, it can really feel like it's it's a long way off. So I love to help people just rekindle and find their happy. And I love to do that, um, whether that's in their life or in their business, or in their wellness. And, you know, when I talk to people about it being in their business, I say, you know, we don't have to wait until the massive project is done, or we're on holidays from our business, or we just get the next fantastic client for us to really have joy in our business. It's really about how we turn up and and live intentionally every day. So that's what I love to do and love to support people with. Um, And I started by singing because I am a music theatre tragic. Uh, I so love musical theatre. Um, I'm a mum of uh, four uh, beautiful um, children and I'm down here on the coast down um, in on the Ballerine Peninsula down in Ocean Grove. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that you're a musical theatre nut because so am I and so are my daughters actually. So uh, we're all a little bit Hamilton obsessed at the moment. That's oh, my current obsession. <laughs> tell me about it. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, we're, we're diving down all sorts of rabbit holes and watching every little YouTube clip that's available. It's yes, yes, there's some great stuff out there. That's so <laughs> true, absolutely. And I love what you said about, um, you know, you don't have to wait in business to find some joy or some happiness in having your business because, I find the business owners I work with are often so stressed out, overwhelmed, just trying to get all the business stuff done. And there is never going to be a time when you're an entrepreneur and running your own business where you are completely happy that that project's done because there's already another one waiting for you by the time that's done. I've, I've seen the Instagram posts of the girls with their with their suntan bodies working mm. on the laptops. I've seen that. Yeah, are you telling me that that's not true. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> certain that it happens for some, but yeah, absolutely. I think. You know, we're always in search of that next thing. And if you wait for that before you're going to be happy in your business, you're waiting a long time. And whilst, you know, I work with businesses on getting them to the point where they've got everything in place to be able to take that holiday, I don't want them to wait that long to have any sort of happiness in their business. So I love that you're working in that space because it is 
yeah, I think something we get into business for a reason, but we find ourselves in this constant slog of stress, don't we? We do. And look, it even, um, you know, it was highlighted again this morning for me. I was having my shower and that's, you know, where we do our best thinking usually. Absolutely, yep. And um, myself with my business partners are running uh, an online conference uh, in October and we had a big meeting about it last night, went to bed thinking about it. You know, you wake up thinking about it. Mm-hmm. In the shower, um, we discovered it was um, 100 days yesterday, was was until the, the conference. Mm. And, I, and I said to myself, I noticed myself saying, just suck it up for 100 days and then it'll be over. And I caught myself thinking, really? Mm. Like I'm not prepared for 100 days of just suck it up, princess. Mm. Um, surely I can find the joy and I can find ways to bring more joy and more lightness into the next 100 days because I, I don't want to just fall over the line. No, no. You don't want to get over that line and then be just utterly exhausted and not able to function for the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and you've mentioned your business partners. You you juggle a lot right now. We connected a few times and you have lots of things going on. You're not just a, a solo business entrepreneur. You've got many things going on. And you strike me, you know, when we first met as someone that really loves, like truly loves connecting with people and connecting people, which I think is a really... Um, it's an exciting passion and you, and you just exude that. And you describe what you do now in terms of being a happiness um, seeker for people. Yes. How did you come to be where you are? How did this all happen? Okay. Well, I am. I do believe that human beings are like Lego. Mm. Uh, I think we're made, we're made to connect. Yep. And like a little piece of Lego, um, you know, just on its own, we are we are full and complete sitting on our own, but we are so amazing when we connect with each other uh, and, you know, the things that we can produce and, and collaborate and, and create is just really exciting. So I am one of the seven children. I am the youngest of seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I learned very early on in life that if you wanted to be heard, you had to have something to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, our house is always full of people and full of um, comings and goings. My father uh, was a unionist. And he was in, in unions. It's all about having the right numbers, mm-hmm. uh, and it's always about you know um, looking out for. Well, with Dad, it was really about looking out for the underdog. But Dad was a great one to have at a party because um, I remember he was at my husband's fortieth birthday party, and there was family there that he knew. But we had a lot of friends there that he didn't know. Mm. He was so great. I could leave him with anyone that was looking a bit awkward, and Dad would say, "Where are you from?" And they'd say, "Oh, Bendigo." Oh, Bendigo, do you know this one and that one? And Dad, wherever he was, he always made a connection. And I think um, it always makes people feel really at ease. Mm. And I think that I've really picked up those skills from Dad. So how did I get to this space? Um, well, I started off my career um, after high school in teaching. And I really love, I really super love to support people to go from um, chaos to clockwork, really. I really love to help people, you know, go from that, what they call the unknown to the known. Mm. And um, I remember someone said, oh, you must love kids. And my first thought was, no, not really. Um, and then, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, though. Um, no, I really loved seeing, seeing the growth in people. Mm. I started off um, in education 
And then after about 10 years, um, my husband was working in a large garden centre and we were really fortunate that we were offered a partnership in that. Uh, And so we um, ventured into partnership with another couple uh, and took on um, this beautiful garden centre which had a a cafe, it had a lifestyle area, you know, pots, hardware, greenery, you name it, giftware, we had it all. Mm. And so in that um, I instantly went to being... um, Interestingly, a unionist's daughter uh, to actually being <laughs> the uh, you know the employer of you know over thirty people mm-hmm. go from one end to the other, and um, you know that's where um, I fell in love with retail. Yeah. Retail's a game, and retail's a game of connection. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, understanding who your client is, um, who's walking through the door, that customer, and and finding the thing that's going to light them up. And that's where, you know, as you can hear my voice, that's where I get my joy. Yeah. And it was a game that I just loved. Um, you know, my husband always said I can sell ice to Eskimos <laughs> um, because it's not about um, the sale as much as finding the thing that, that just clicks for that person. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just really, really loved, really loved doing that. And how did I get to be where we are now? Well, it's really interesting because it it really does centre around, you know, um, connection uh, Mm -hmm. again. And sometimes there's a shift in relationships. You know, there's a time when things are tickety-boo and everyone's on the same page and partnerships work really well. Mm -hmm. And then there comes to be a time when that partnership has really run its course and Mm -hmm. it was time for for us to move on. Great. Yeah. And I, we, you and I have spoken before about, you know, the people we have in our business, our teams and, and our employees and the various challenges that we, you know, can face there. But one of the things that we want to talk about on today's episode of the podcast is surrounding yourself with the right people, not just employees, but the right people around you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, a partnership in a business as well, can be really challenging. Was there a time in your journey where you kind of realised that and perhaps felt, I don't know, a little isolated or lonely or just realised that you were missing some key people around you? Oh, absolutely. Um, I can remember it really clearly. So we were a team of four, you know, two couples that were running this business mm. um, and we were, we were really successful. Um, we had won large garden centre of the year in Australia, three times running. Wow. We we wanted to go a fourth year, but they put us in the Hall of Fame. They wanted someone else to have a go. <laughs> well um we had we had bought the um, nursery a year before a very big drought here in victoria um but throughout the drought we were continually um increasing our you know turnover by 30 percent year on year so you know we were really kicking goals however however (laughs) i felt there was something missing you're really you're really right and whilst um the four of us were really uh good in that we complemented each other really well Mm. I really felt that um, I just wasn't uh, potentially maybe understood like I felt like I could be. Um, so I started to look outside of our close-knit foursome. And, you know, just as things happen, um, a, a local businesswoman started a, a women's network uh, hmm. in my small town. And I went along the first time and thought, there's nothing here for me. We are so successful. We are a big employer in town. You know, and I remember looking around the room thinking, these women are not my women. They're not my people. <laughs> They're not my people. Like, mm. I'm far, far advanced, far more advanced than them. Um, Give it about three months, I was back because mm. I really was still looking for my people. Mm. And once I could get over myself, <laughs> and I 
I really felt like I was home. And because I was surrounded by women, I was surrounded by women who understood the idea of being mum and businesswoman and wife and, you know, um, netball coach and all those things. Mm. Um, but And they were real. Do you know they were real? And But I remember, though, there were some women in that group that I did not gravitate towards. It wasn't mm. like it was all rosebuds and, you know, um, rainbows as soon as I walked through the door. There were some that I just, and it's it's funny, isn't it, because you can't always put your finger on what it is, yeah. why we gravitate towards, towards some people and not others. Um, but it's an energetic level. It's an energetic connection um, that is just simply there or it's just not there. So mm. I remember distinctly that there, there was my my tribe, my my posse, yep. um, who got it, who understood it, who um, you could be really real with because you can't be like that with the staff. You can no. be authentic with the staff but, mm. you, you know, they don't get it the mm. same way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, finding that um, business network, that women's business network locally was an absolute godsend. Mm. And what gaps do you think that filled for you at the time? Because obviously there's that gap of just having connection with people that get it and and you're totally right, no yes. matter where you are in your business journey, being around people who are who have either gone through where you're at or are in that space right now and just understand what's going on because at different levels there's just all different challenges and if you're with people that are 10 years behind you or, you know, whatever the case is, you just might not be, you know, the same challenges what gaps did you find that that filled for you in that period of time? I think it was, um, I remember learning a lot about myself um, mm-hmm. in you know, personal development really mm-hmm. in that group. But I also remember really learning about personality types and massive, massive penny drop moments for me um, when it was sort of shown to me that, you know, everyone is different, um, but we tend to fall into about four or five different personality categories. Mm. And, and really interestingly, um, in our partnership with the four of us that we had, we pretty much covered off the four different areas um, of personality types. Mm. And so I was my own little unicorn in my own little, my own little area. And I wasn't necessarily, my skills and talents weren't necessarily highly regarded mm-hmm. um, in, in that in that foursome. But you know how great it was to walk into a room where there were other unicorns just like me <laughs> who were successful in the business, mm-hmm. um, who who were able to, um, you know, stand, stand as themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for me it was actually finding, it didn't really matter whether they were at the start of their business, they were, you know, 10 years in or whatever, but they had similar skills and strengths to me. Mm. And I actually found that really empowering to understand that what I went, and then when I went back to uh, our foursome, what I was taking back and what I was offering was really of really great value, even though I perceived that it wasn't really appreciated. So I think that that's where the gap. The gap was I didn't have another unicorn like me around mm. um, and and I was able to find more uh, like-minded people in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this can so often happen when you're in a partnership of any sort, whether it's, you know, uh, two husband and wife teams like you were or, or a business partnership where you're part of a three-partner firm. You off, I, I tend to see often that one partner tends to kind of control the situation or is a little bit more vocal or is just the default leader of the group and that can leave the others feeling a little um, like the value they're bringing is not of the same level which is never the case because when you're in a partnership you're not there for no reason so um, that's really interesting that you had to sort of get yourself around your other unicorns to have that revelation. Yes and and I think um, 
you need diversity within a group. Mm. You, you, you totally do need that diversity because uh, there were things that I could do that, that they would rather poke their eyes out with pins, like talk to our staff. You know, yes. I, that was my handy place. I knew, you know, who wanted leave and when they wanted it and whose grandmother was sick and, you know, who thought they might be getting married soon and who might be having a baby. So I knew that all of that, mm. you know, um, you know that, that we sometimes call those soft skills that are bloody hard to uh, manage if that's not your natural tendency. Um, so, yeah, we totally do need the, the diversity, mm. but I think I actually got to understand more about myself by being around other people who are a bit more like me. And I could mm. go, oh, she's really cool. Oh, she brings this to the table. Oh, actually, so do I. So, um, we, you know, it's re- diversity is really great and we don't just want white bread the same, you know, right. and people disagreeing with us. But for me, that's what I needed at that time, just as a mirror, as a mirror to reflect back yep. to see what, what my strengths were. And those values, absolutely. Mm. And you're right, because managing staff is the, to be honest, so many uh, businesses come to me and say, if I could just not do that part, I'd like my business more. <laughs> that's not a reality, people. You know, if you want to have a team and if you want to go any sort of business that's going to give you success and some sort of freedom from the business, you're going to need a team of some sort involved. And if you don't want to be dealing with them, that's a real roadblock for you. And it is a skill that not everyone's great at. So if that's your natural talent, especially when you've got 30 people, that's that's a huge benefit um in terms of that skill mix definitely um so that's really interesting tell me about in your opinion the five people who we should be surrounding ourselves with tell me more about that oh I I do love this um this topic this Mm. piece really because um you know sometimes we can feel really alone and we can be in the midst of a crowd um you know whilst feeling quite alone yeah and I think a lot of people really understand that um, and what I like to do is I like to have a conversation um, with anyone, either whether they're in business or in their personal life, as to who they've got in their corner. That's mm. my, my idea. Like, who's in your corner with you? Mm. And I think that when we can identify who we have in our corner um, and who in, in what role that they play, mm. I think we can get so much more um, satisfaction and joy uh, and contentment from the relationships we have it also can sometimes highlight where the gap is. And yeah. so that that feeling of being ill at ease or just not quite sitting right, well, there's a reason for that. And so when we can identify what that gap might be, then we can go out and, and recruit in a yes. way. Um, feel that, yeah. So will I dive into the five? Yes, I would love you to. That would be great. Yeah. Yep. Awesome, awesome. So um, these five, and, and as I'm saying, and I'm holding my hand up, you can't see that, but I hold my hand up and I would encourage everyone to hold their hand up while I go through these and start with your thumb and we're going to work our way around the hand. And, and I want you to really touch each finger as we go and I want you to bring to mind who is this person for you? Who do you have in your corner that fulfills this role? So the first one is your peer uh, or sometimes it's called the journey woman or the journeyman. Mm-hmm. And this is the person who is just like you. They are on a similar path or a similar journey to you. They potentially are a colleague. There's someone who uh, maybe runs their own business as well. They don't necessarily work with you, but but they get it. Mm. So their energy is the energy of, and it sounds negative, but it's not, but of commiseration because they get it. 
you can go to them and say, oh, my God, do you know, you know, well, I didn't get my bass in and I've got this bill from the, you know, whatever the thing is that um, is where you're at on your journey. They go, oh, my God, tell me about that. You know what? I just had three people resign this week and I've got X, Y, and Z projects on the go. Mm. So the peer or the journey woman has the energy of just knowing exactly what's going on and how you feel about it without you having to explain it. Now, sometimes the tricky thing is that we um, might want our spouse to be to play that role. Mm. You know, we might want our spouse who maybe does not work in our business with us, who does something independently to us, to get it. You know, when we walk in the door and say, oh, my God, I'm fed up. I've just had three people quit. And they're like, oh, honey, did you want salmon for dinner? Yeah, you know, they don't get it. <laughs> and we can get really frustrated with our spouse mm. um, because that, but what I say is, you know what, if that's not their role, that's not their role. Mm. And if you haven't asked that for them to, to fulfil that role, well, they're not mind readers. So we get to have, a, and I think that's what the, the business group that I was in really suited that so well for me. Yeah. So hopefully you've got your hand around your thumb and hopefully you're thinking, right, who is my peer or my journey woman? Who is that person for me? Who's my go-to that I can just go and have a wine with, whether it's got a H in it or not, yeah. um, and, they, and they understand. Okay. Yeah. So the second, uh, the second person, and you got your pointer out now, mm-hmm. is your cheerleader. Everybody needs a cheerleader. Everybody needs the person who loves you unconditionally, who thinks that you are a rock star and is and are just crushing it no matter, you know, if you're in your slippers and your pyjamas and, and you're, you know, <laughs> you're running eye makeup. We just need, everyone needs a cheerleader in their life. And sometimes it's a parent. Um, mm. For me, one of my biggest cheerleaders is my 19-year-old son. Now, he so just, great that you said that because in my mind, yes. my 10-year-old daughter, Yes. I was thinking because it doesn't matter how bad things are going. <laughs> she'll, she'll, mom, you're doing great. Just keep going. You know, there's always a positive spin. So that's really interesting. This could be a really, definitely a family member, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I have an, I have a couple. I have another um, woman. Um, she's a great friend of mine. She is a, I say she's a red stick, red red lipstick wearing cherry loving gorgeous woman in my life and she just fills me up Mm. I just have to go and I I can just ring her and say x y and z and she's like but I love how you did this and you're amazing at that now they're not a uh, Pollyanna you know Mm. they don't just um rosy everything up but they they know your strength yeah you know and often we can lose sight of what our strengths are Mm. yeah so everybody needs a cheerleader now uh, if you if we get to the end and your spouse doesn't have a role or your significant other if you uh, doesn't have a role, tell them that they get to be cheerleader. We'll come back to that later okay, um, because often okay. because often we can have a significant other that doesn't have a role and they can really get under our skin if they're and I'm going to say behaving in inverted commas that we don't accept thinkers is as they should because we know they're mind readers. Not. Okay, so the third person that we get to have in our life is an accountant. And I'm not talking about best time and bookkeeping, but the person who has the energy of accountability. So you say, I'm going to do X, and the next time you catch up, they say, how'd you go with X? Mm. You know, they're, they're just that person who just calls you on your shit, basically. Um, and they do it for the place of love. They're not, they're not, you know, bending over you with a stick and belting you and, and that sort of thing and putting you down. But you know there's just no wiggle room with them. You, they can see through it. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, hope I, I, I hope you've got your hand around that middle finger. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this this could be a, a business mentor or a business coach potentially, someone that is going to keep you accountable. Yes, it can be. Mm. For me, it's a group of high school girlfriends oh. uh, who, who know me. They know that we, well, I'm really lucky, I still have a group of girlfriends from, you know, we met in year seven. We go away twice a year and there's no bullshit. Um, they, 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 you know, read me and they know it, you know. Um, so for, for me it's that. The fourth one, now up to your ring finger, this is a mentor. Huh, okay. So this is the energy that they bring is wisdom, okay? Mm. Now, some people can play two roles. So if you do have a business coach or a business mentor, they can totally be an accountant as well. Mm. They can actually have two roles. But the, but the energy of the mentor is that they've done it before, right? So they can show you the shortcut, or they can be that wise sage who you go to after everything's fallen apart and they say, hmm, interesting. You know, I remember, you know, when I did that, I did X, Y, Z, and I had exactly the same outcome as you have. You know, it's like don't beat yourself up about it. Or um, or you go to them saying, I've got this path and this path and I'm not really sure. They say, well, this would mean this and this would mean that. And in my experience, you know, you take the first path or whatever it is. Mm. And the cool thing about a mentor you don't even really have to know them, okay? Mm. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know who this is in my life, I reckon you have got a favourite author or a thought leader uh, or uh, a community leader that you potentially look up to and mm. has this, this wisdom that they have lived their life with and you can really follow and, and follow in their footsteps. Mm. So I think that's really important that it does, if, if you are feeling bereft, right at this moment, you're not quite sure who it could be. It could be someone you don't even personally know. Yep. Mm. So that could be someone you're not having necessarily a one-on-one conversation with but someone that you are following, watching, learning from um, and absorbing their experience. Yes, that's right. Right. And often, you know, um, the really cool thing is that we can only recognise in someone else what is already within ourselves, Okay. Um, so when when we often think about, you know, who the people that we look up to in this world, and if I asked everyone to write down, you know, three people that uh, we would love to be like, you know, and some people might write down Mother Teresa or they might write down Nelson Mandela or they might write down Oprah Winfrey or whoever, whoever mm-hmm. it is. And then if we, you know, think about what are the qualities that those people have that you really admire, mm-hmm. it might be their honesty or integrity or their strength of character or determination or whatever it is, what we get to understand is the things that we admire in someone else, there is a kernel of truth of that in us. Yeah. So we can't we can't admire what we don't know because we don't we can't see what we don't know. We're not mm. that clever. So um, it might be someone, your mentor might actually be someone who you don't personally have a one-on-one conversation with, it's someone that you admire from a distance, that the qualities that they have you would love to embody. And the good news is you already do. Mm. So it's about unpacking, expanding those. Mm. That's really cool. Okay. Just gone off a little tangent then. Okay, now your pinky finger, the last one, the the last person that you get to have in your corner, this is actually a bit of a trick one because it's your tribe or community, mm. okay? So this, they have the energy of belonging and acceptance. So where do you, where do you connect in with a tribe or community? Now, 
I actually used to find this one quite tricky. So when mm. I, um, I I was I had my tribe and community. Uh, that tribe was really in the business networking community that I was in, and then that that finished and it folded. And the, the woman that was leading it went on and did other things. I went off into an entrepreneurial path, um, and I started to um, create my own groups and create my own community and create my own tribe. But I was the leader often. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and so I think sometimes for us when we are a, a natural leader in that way, like where, where do we go just to be in amongst others without having to, to be the one taking the initiative and driving it forward and all those sort of things? So sometimes that can be uh, lacking, you know, and your tribal community it could be the local women that you go down to the beach and swim on a Sunday afternoon with. Mm. It could be the knitting group that you use as your mental break from, you know, the, the the business that you're in. So it doesn't have to be a business networking community. It doesn't have to be um, a, a coaching, club, uh, you know, group that, you're, that you've paid to be a member of. Mm. It can actually be a community-based one. It could be um, your, you know, if it, we live in a, a, a small court Mm-hmm. And um, in the afternoons, our kids are, are older now, you know, sort of 21 down to 14. Mm. But the, the court is fulfilled with little kids riding bikes. And of an evening or about, you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, lots of the women will come out and stand in the court, lots of the mums. It's a beautiful tribe that happens in my court most mm-hmm. evenings. So it would sometimes have to look too far. Yeah. And I think that's so important, that point you make. You don't have to overcomplicate this. Yes. This, um, It's about finding the right people for you. So I'm just going to recap these five because I think it's really important um, that we do that. So we've got our peers, our cheerleaders, our accountant, not a tax accountant, but someone to keep us accountable, our mentors and our tribe. And um, take some time after you've listened to this episode and just think through who you've got in each of these roles. And if you've got gaps, don't panic. I think it's just great to be aware that perhaps you are missing a cheerleader. Um, And and sometimes that is, I want to say sometimes that is a hard role to fill because I think as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we don't, you know, tend to, we're very critical of ourselves. So we don't tend to always seek a cheerleader because we're always pointing out our own faults. So for someone to not be doing that is kind of counterintuitive, but they're all such important roles. And I can see how you've come to this formula that if you're missing any of these, you know, you've got a little gap that would be really beneficial to fill. That's right. And sometimes with the cheerleader, um, sometimes there will be a cheerleader. I will guarantee you there will be someone in your life who is a cheerleader. Yeah. However, you may have squashed them down. Yes. You may have pushed pushed it aside. You may have, you know, oh, don't, you know, that's, that's not me or wiped away the compliment. So now that we've put this into, into the universe, that mm-hmm. there is a cheerleader out there for everybody, I would just really encourage you to be, um, just to notice um, who is around you and who is actually acting with that energy of lighting, lightening your load and lifting you up mm. because it might be someone who actually is quite close by. Um, it might be a partner mm. uh, who um, who doesn't, lo- doesn't love it when you're stressed out and loves to try and put a pep in your step. And we can be really quick at dismissing that and um, pushing that aside and you don't understand the pressures I'm under and, and yes, all of those things. Yes. So um, I, I know in, uh, in our relationship um, my husband is a great cheerleader. He's just wonderful. I do not want him to be my accountant <laughs> ever. 
right? <laughs> so, so we've had quite clear conversations that um, that's not the role that I need to, him to fulfil mm. and he's actually really happy that that's not his role. Because- uh, I think most partners would be exactly <laughs> the same, to be honest, because, look, for anyone that's worked with their partner before, it's some people do it brilliantly, but it's not easy. And I have worked with my partner before and we now have very separate businesses so we can support each other in other ways. Because when you're working together, it's, it can get really tricky. And if you're not really clear about this is this is not what I really need from you in this role, yeah. um, it gets stressful for everyone um, in the relationship. So, um, yeah, it's a really good point you make that you, sometimes, yeah, you need to be clear with them too about what it is you need. That's right. And, and I would be, um, once you identify your five, I would suggest that you actually take a moment to acknowledge that person um, in your life. Mm. And, and I have done this with mine and said, I, lo- I love it when you, that you are my biggest cheerleader. Thank you so much for just, you know, showing up when I need you. Mm. Or I, I love it that you call me on my shit. Um, I don't always like to, you know, acknowledge it and hear it all the time, but I really appreciate it that you've got my back in that way. Yeah. You know, I you know, I, I think that it's a, it's a really healthy um, thing to do uh, and that validates that person and, um, you know, and, and potentially starts a conversation about who they have in their life. Absolutely. And this could be something you could share with those people so that they can also go about creating these support frameworks around them so that they're they're also surrounded by these five people in their life as well. I think that's a great way to start that conversation and to get that momentum going as well. Now, if we've got gaps, I think you've touched on this already, but really it's about finding the right people. But I, I think also it's about be just be patient and Yes. Give yourself some space because I think most people will have almost all of these people somewhere already in their universe. They just haven't maybe quite identified that that person can help them fulfil that role. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I really would. Mm. And I I know sometimes that people can feel really disconnected. And I know during COVID, especially in those last 18 months, it's really important to home that, you know, we're just not seeing physically seeing people and, and being able to, to really be with them. So I just want to acknowledge that some people I know do really feel very disconnected. Mm. Um, and for us to say, oh, they're out there, um, you're like, yeah, right. Once yeah. I get the washing done and, and, you know, drive Johnny to here and someone else back there and, you know, I don't have time to cultivate these connections. Um, but what, what I would say is that what you've said really nicely is that we just need to give it a bit of time mm. and a bit of space um, and just sort of start to see what is, um, you know, a micro shift that we can make mm. that allows these connections to happen. Yeah. It might be that um, I have a beautiful friend and whenever you give her a compliment, she actually says, I received that. Ah. She's trained herself to say, oh, thanks, I received that. Mm. It's a beautiful thing to hear. You know when you give someone a compliment, it's yes. so nice when it lands. Yes. So nice when someone receives it. So it might be just changing and it might it might not be that you actually verbally say it out loud, but you might just say it inside your mind. Oh, mm. Thank you, I received that. So that we're allowing someone to be a cheerleader for us. Um, or, you know, acknowledging that maybe we haven't got all our shit together and maybe um, – that there is someone that we can um, look to for mentorship, whether it be someone that we're engaging you know, professionally or um, it's done, you know, from a, from a distance. Um, 
I think that that can always be a really great thing too. So it might be about starting to um, read a little bit more diversely. It might be about, um, you know, tuning into different conversations that are happening around you mm. as to who else people are looking up to and, and, and um, bringing into their life. Mm, I totally agree. And I think, I mean, I can identify these people in, in my life right now, but not all that long ago, I was definitely, there were a couple of gaps there. And I purposely sought out um, recommendations, referrals. Um, I looked at, you know, what was around in that space that I was, I knew I was missing. Um, and I think the thing that people should also be mindful of is it's okay to, you know, trial a couple of different people or trial a couple of different options when it comes to, you know, trying to find your tribe, for example, and, you know, dip your toe in, see whether these are your people, because like Loretta said, you know, you can walk into a room and you feel straight away, these are not my people. Sometimes you've got to give it a little time. Um, And I was so thankful, actually, when, when COVID did hit, I was already part of a really strong online tribe that I've been part of for 10 plus years. And I can, I was, you know, that was great because nothing changed in terms yeah. of that support network for me, yeah. where, of course, a lot of people I know were really reliant on face-to-face networking groups in local areas. So that's tough when that's your kind of, you know, go-to and that suddenly disappears. Um, so I was really fortunate that didn't change for me. But, you know, if things change in the universe, in the world with COVID or in your business where perhaps who you've got sort of fulfilling that role, the, the fit's just not right anymore or things have changed or like like you mentioned with business partnerships, they just run their time. Yes. It's okay to change as well. Yeah, that's right. And, look, you know, it, it actually took us quite um, a little while for us to uh, move on from that business partnership um, because initially, you know, it, it actually felt like it was impossible. It actually mm. felt like that, um, you know, we've, we've signed on the job line and we're, we're fully, you know, emotionally and financially invested in this and this is how it needs to be. And I even remember um, talking to one of my um, elder sons about the possibility that we might not own this business anymore. Mm. And he looked at me because he, um, we'd had it since he was four. Mm. And he said, but everyone in town knows us for that mum. Like, you know, like your entire reputation hangs on this business. And, and, and identity, you know. Mm. Um, however, the longer we stay in it, there was more discontent. Yeah. And, you know, discontent in the business is not a healthy thing for the bottom line. Um, and we really needed to um, pull back and just reevaluate. Um, where we were, and we had done. Um, we would say we'd done some um, some some growing and, and changing uh, as we had, you know, matured in the roles that we had. Mm. Um, and we actually decided and, and worked through, you know, and looked at what our values were, mm. um, and noticed the times when those values were asked to be compromised. Um, and you know, often I'll work with people around their values, and they say, oh, "I don't know what my values are, or I can't articulate them." Um, but I'll say, "Your body knows." Like yes. your, your physical body will actually know. So when you um, mull on something and you make a decision and you go left mm. um, instead of right and it just feels off in your gut, well, then you've actually gone against one of your core values. Mm. So I think that when um, maybe there has been a person in your life who has been a, 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 a has fulfilled a role for a long, long time, mm. um, and there's a shift and a change. You're not quite sure what it is. And it, there's that feeling inside your body or in your gut or in the tightness in your chest. That's your body saying, you know what, we're actually not being true to who we are. And it's really um, 
it's you know the invitation is really to step back step back and just work out what's really important for you mm. not what's really important for everyone else because we've got to start with ourselves what's really important for you what your values are and is there still a values match and if there's not then there ain't much you can do about that no no and it's just like I always say when it comes to staff if you hold on to the wrong people yeah. nothing gets better things only get worse and I think what you've just demonstrated there is is exactly the same with these people that we need to surround ourselves with yes yes and and I think um and you know I, I remember the saying that people are around for a reason season or a lifetime mm. and I think it's it's really healthy to recognize that I mean I, I know and you will too um I'm sure Christy Lee have gone through a number of mentors in my time yeah like the, the person that I needed at that time and, and and I you know I swear by everything they say and I you know I'm I'm loyal and I listen in and I tune in and I'm leaning you know to mm. what's being taught or the wisdom that's being suggested and then after a time I'm, I'm ready for a new voice, yes. you know. So I, th- I think it's fine that that um, people come in for the reason that, that we need them for or the season that we're in. Um, and then as is like my, you know, my high school girlfriends, some are going to be around for a lifetime. So I think um, sometimes there can be a bit of grieving when potentially we felt like someone has been a really a good fit for us or has been a really great, um, you know, the role they've played has been really beneficial. Mm. But there's, sometimes it's time to just release that and let go. And, and as you say, when we can create space, someone someone you can come into that. So exactly. I, I don't think, you know, we're not getting tattoos on our fingers today. No. <laughs> You're not tattooing, you know, for life, these people on your fingers. No. Um, they're, they're, they're for who we need at the moment. Yeah, and these are simply roles, the people that are going to come in and out of them, the tribes, the peers will change and that is totally okay because we change and where we're at in life and business changes. So um, it would almost be naive to think that it's going to be the same people all the time. That's right. Yeah. Loretta, that has been a fascinating conversation. I absolutely love this concept of these five people. Thank you so much for sharing that with us here on the podcast today. Now, if people would like to connect with you um, more outside of the podcast, we'll put all your um, contact details, of course, in the show notes. But where do you like people to reach out to you most? Are you on LinkedIn or Insta or where's your favourite platform for people to reach you? Oh, I swan around on Facebook a lot. Yeah, I'm a bit of a Um, Facebooker too. (laughs) Facebook Messenger is is uh, is where I love to connect with people. So I love to receive a message, especially when someone has heard something that I've spoken about. It's really resonated. Um, that's really actually really helpful for me to, to hear, um, you know, what the takeaway has been um, because I, I know what resonates for me, but it's really great to hear from others. So, yeah, I love to um, connect with people. And on Facebook, I'm Loretta Hart. Um, and if you're... One thing that I do have, Christy Lee, that people really love mm. is I have um, I have a great little quiz which is about supporting people to find their next pathway mm-hmm. uh, for happiness. So I'm a big believer that there's lots and lots and lots of pathways that we can use to explore happiness uh, and Oh, and 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 I, I hope that everyone understands that happiness is not the destination, but it is the journey. Mm. Um, and for some people, you know, they had pathways they explored uh, when they were in their twenties, like how they got their kicks and how they really enjoyed life and found their and found their joy. And sometimes, you know, we, we try that uh, when we get a little bit older, and it doesn't seem to work anymore. So um, I've got a few different pathways that I love to support people um, in exploring. So it's a little quiz that they can um, they can come and do with me. Um, I at happychickscollective.com. 
Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to put the link for that in today's show notes as well. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, go ahead and do that quiz and, and get some more info from Loretta on those uh, pathways. Loretta, thank you again. It's been so great to have you here on the podcast and I'm sure we'll connect again soon. Thanks so much. Wow. How awesome was that conversation and that framework that Loretta shared with us? I know traditionally here on the People Powered Business Podcast, we are talking about people in terms of our team, but people in our business also talks about the other people that help us along our entrepreneurial and business journey. And these five people that Loretta shared with us are so, so important. In fact, as we went through our conversation, I was literally making notes about who fills that role in my business journey and who has filled that role over different periods of time. And one thing became really obvious to me as we had this conversation, and that is that right now I actually feel like I've got all of these roles pretty well filled, but it wasn't that long ago that I didn't. And, you know, when I didn't have, and I hadn't identified that these were the five people I needed around me, but I definitely knew I had a gap in one of these particular areas recently. And I took a very proactive approach to fill the gap because I could see it there, but I didn't realize that um, it was just this gap that existed within a five-person framework. And I think for all of us, if we don't have all five positions, if you like, filled, you can feel a little off kilter. So let's just recap what the five positions are again for you so that you can tick them off. And if you're missing someone in one of these spaces, that's totally fine. But now you're aware of it and you can go and seek to fill that void. And, and trust me, it will make all the difference to you. So the five people already thinks we should surround ourselves with are our peers, those that actually get where we're at. They're on the same journey as us. I have a group of girlfriends, but women who also run businesses. That That is my peer group. We can get together when we can, when we're not in lockdown, and we get it. We have totally different businesses, all of us, but we're on that journey together. Then you have your cheerleader. They love you unconditionally. They think you're a rock star, even if you don't feel like you are some days. And so important to have that person. I think for many of us, that's a hard person to acknowledge that we perhaps want or need. We don't think we need that, but it is very important. Our accountant and not our numbers accountant, but our accountability partner. Um, this is probably one that not all of us have really tied in, I think, but so important. And don't forget, some of these roles can double up. So in my case, my accountability partner is also my business mentor. So a mentor or a coach, I think this is one of the most critical roles you need to have around you in business. And it will change. I've had different mentors in different capacities over my years in business. Some have been people I've had direct mentoring relationships with, and others have been people that, like Loretta and I were discussing, we don't have a direct connection with, but as someone we look up to, we're following their journey, we're learning from their wisdom, we're walking behind them in the steps that they've already taken. And finally, our tribe. My, I love my tribe. I think I shared that already when, we were, when I was chatting with Loretta. Finding that tribe is not always easy. And I've been parts of tribes that I didn't feel like I belonged to. But once you find your tribe, they are gold. So find these five people. If you're stuck and you think, I don't think I have any of these, I am sure you do. Just start with the one that you feel is going to make all the difference for you right now. 
and, and go ahead and, and find that person. Surround yourself with these people. I do truly believe this framework could be a game changer for many of you. Now, as I shared with you when we were chatting with Loretta, she has a happiness path quiz that she's very generously offered to our listeners here on the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm going to pop a link to that in today's show notes. You'll be able to find those over at peoplepoweredbusiness.com episode number 74. So peoplepoweredbusiness.com episode 74. I'm also going to pop in there all of Loretta's contact details, but you can find her at Loretta Hart anywhere you look and her surname is spelt H-A-R-T. So Loretta Hart is where you'll find her on LinkedIn. As she said, she's big on Facebook Messenger. You can jump in there and chat to her. Um, But if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out and let Loretta know and let myself know as well. We would absolutely love to hear from you. That is it for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I really hope you enjoyed that interview with Loretta and I can't wait to speak to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. Have a fabulous week. 